I don't. I really liked it. You know, Y'all it know wasn't. You muted yourself. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh... I was scared of doing that. I, I thought I was like for a split second. I was like, oh, what if I muted myself? And then, yeah, I did. It's okay. This is just episode, uh, like what. 90 we're almost to an under episode no not dude 90. right we're at like 70 or so. no we're at episode 80 ish and we've been doing this for two years yeah we're great we're old i know no this is the best way when i meet new people when i'm like hey you want to know who my my personality has changed the past two years listen to my podcast listen <laughs> if to you my want podcast. to get to know me instead of going on dates with me how mm-hmm. about you just listen to my podcast and you can get a whole like <laughs> little deep dive in my personality. advertising <laughs> Dude, I was like on the pod. Well, there was one thing I was talking to you about on the podcast, and my big Carson listened to it, and he's like, "I never knew of this story that happened." I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "You never told me about um, I can't remember what it was, but there was something we talked about on the podcast that I never told him." And he was like, "You literally have never told me that," and I feel like that is something you should have told me. And I was like, "Oh, sorry, come on." Oh, sorry. I mean, listen to my podcast, and listen you'll to find my out. Podcast, and you get the little. <laughs> I'll probably move that to the intro. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Just, just you talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just talking, and I was like, uh, you're you're muted. <laughs> yeah. It's obviously over Zoom. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Binger's Anime Edition. As always, I'm your host, Mo. And I'm Maddie, and this is just a little podcast that talks about different animes for our fellow weebs out there. So, Mo, we're doing it again. We're here, existing. Yes, we're over Zoom again, as we will be for a while. (laughs) Love Zoom so, so, so much. We're figuring out tips and tricks, though. Yes. Like, we're making it a lot easier. We are, like today. We... Who whose thought was it that proposed it yesterday? It was Aaron's. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. Shout out to Aaron, who's the only friend of ours that consistently listens to this podcast. We love I him. know he's amazing. I love that, like, because I asked him last night. I was like, "Do you consistently listen to our podcast?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, like in the beginning episodes, I was listening to you guys like every week." He's like, "I haven't listened in the last couple weeks, but I need to like catch up." And I was like, "That just like warms my heart that we have like, like a consistent we listener." Have- a consistent listener but i actually live right next to like literally we live in the same house <laughs> like i don't know if he like genuinely likes it or if he's just like a really good friend and he's like oh yeah i'll listen to your podcast i think you he know? genuinely likes it because he actually watches some of the animes we recommend so which oh really good. yeah but what did i say yesterday that was like oh yeah i don't know i'm a ter- I, like i'm a hard i'm a rough roommate to be friends with you know it's really hard to live with people like i don't know if i could live with my friends i said something like that and aaron was like what about me <laughs> i literally live in the same house as you i'm gonna be very honest i do not remember that conversation I at mean, all it was a different conversation. it was probably yeah it might have been like after i left or when i was like so tired i couldn't even concentrate yeah i was a little intoxicated i think but... like I think yeah, I think that like last beer that I had when I when we went to Killikenny's yeah. was just I think that just like took me out for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> you got super tired after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for everyone that doesn't know, um, we hung out yesterday with our friends in Tulsa. Um, my roommate came with us, and we met with 
Taylor and Gabe, and we all hung out. It was fun. We played D&D, started practicing a little bit for the D&D podcast, realizing that Maddie cannot order shit online, apparently, without ordering the wrong <laughs> stuff. But we finally got to exchange Christmas presents. Oh, my God. In the middle of July. I mean, January. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, July. We just hopped way into the future. I know. Dude. Because typically that's how it ends up, is that we all end up exchanging presents in, like, the middle of the year. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Um, but, yeah, Mo. Would you like to talk about the gifts you got first? Oh my gosh, guys, it was amazing. <laughs> I've never loved something so much and just like the novelty of it. I got a wine glass from Maddie Yay. that had quotes that I have said on this podcast. <laughs> so just to kind of recap some quotes that I've said, the Supreme Weeb, which if you've seen our first episode, you would understand. It's literally so, the first like five minutes the very of this entire first podcast episode. So, um, horny virgin, which I quite reference a lot, <laughs> which I don't know why I do, but it's on here. It's and then purple haired bitch energy, which yeah. is kind of become like our meter for anime characters now, like a ratio. Are. Yeah. And then where's Todd? Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, who wants to know where Todd Havercorn is? <laughs> it's become a saga. Like Aaron Lily's like, it's like a whole like arc. He's like, it's a saga in the podcast. Like it is something that is integral to us now. <laughs> like fucking ghost. Because for all of you that are kind of just jumping into like this episode and don't really know what we're talking about when it comes to Todd, Todd is the ghost or entity that kind of follows Maddie around. Yeah. But we were talking about Todd Habercorn when he was talking about the ghost and something got brought up and I thought he was talking about Todd Habercorn and I was like, Todd Habercorn? And he's like, no, the ghost. And <laughs> so that's how the ghost was named Todd Habercorn. Yeah, so was, whenever like, you say Todd like, where's your... Todd? Yeah, Todd was in your house. And I was like, he's like, no, the ghost. And I was like, oh, and so now the ghost is named Todd Habercorn. That's a little joke now. But yeah, it was a fun wine glass. Like, okay, also the fact that I had to submit this to someone to make. And yes. <laughs> I was like, this Did they ever like, say anything? Nope. I was just like, this person probably thinks I'm crazy. Oh, well. I freaking love it. I really want to make him one of things that he said on the podcast, which is very far and many. There's <laughs> But I'll have to like go through and condense down the like top things that he said because there's been some ones where I'm like, okay, yeah, that was pretty funny. At what cost is the truth cost? <laughs> At what cost is the truth cost to cost? Well, uh, butter to my buns. Uh, yes. Um, and then picking up what I'm putting in. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Throw the line in the furnace. Yes. There's so many. Oh, uh, there's like another one, uh, like pants around her ankles or something like that. That is a Dutch expression that apparently does not translate well. <laughs> Getting caught down with your pants at your knees. Mm-hmm. Isn't that an expression? No. No. Okay, fine. It's fine. I said something earlier this week, but I can't quite remember what it is anymore. But I was um, at getting beers with a friend, and I was like, oh, that's not right. And she's like, no, no, it's not. I think the big reason why I, I also been... want to put like your expressions when you're like, oh, uh, you want to make like a baby and head out. Oh, geez. <laughs> or make like sentient laundry and hang yourselves. <laughs> Not funny. Not funny. I'm sorry. That's a bad joke. I don't say that one often in public. 
<laughs> oh, but it's just, it's hilarious. I'm going to have to make one, and then I really want to make one from Gabe and Taylor, but I'm not going to say what it's going to say. Maddie knows. We talked about it last night. I don't want to say it on the podcast. <laughs> okay. I you know what it's going to uh, I'll tell you about it later, but okay. I'm not going to say it on the podcast because it's an inside joke and y'all wouldn't get it. And so, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember now. Yes, don't say that on the podcast. Yeah, please. no, that's why I'm not going to say that on the podcast, like, but oh, you get it. Get the matching wine glass. Yes, that's <laughs> so the exact same thing. <laughs> oh, jeez, Oh, jeez. But yeah, we we had a lot of fun last night. It was a good time. That's why we're kind of mm-hmm. recording a little later today because Mo and I passed the freak out when we got home. Yeah, Maddie did not get home until like 3 a.m. I, I was got up at home. 8, though. I was picking it. I was ready to. Yeah, no, I pass out, dudes. I got home probably around 12, 31 or, you know, and within 10 minutes, I was asleep and I just now woke up probably about 30 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really bad because I'll, I'll, when we were driving back, I was going to try to stay up and listen to the po- the podcast we were listening to with Aaron. I fell asleep in like five minutes in the car. Mm-hmm. And next thing I woke up, I'm like, we're on episode six. We were on episode two. What happened to the glow cloud? And he was just like, oh, you fell asleep. And I was like, oh, how oh. close are we? He's like, we're literally turning into the house. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> no, I started listening to Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, yeah. On my way home. I had to turn it off, though, because I was going to fall asleep. <laughs> it is a very, <laughs> it's very soothing. It's hard to listen to, uh, but it's, it's uh, yeah, whack. I got it's about, whack. I got about 10, 15 minutes into it. And I was like, I have to turn on some different kind of music or something. I'm going to fall asleep if I continue to listen to this person talk. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's whack, isn't it? Like, it's just kind of, it's, a I was like, I was like, this is so weird. Like it is. And it's freaking great. Carlos and his perfect hair. <laughs> and his teeth that look like a military graveyard. Yes. <laughs> that, no, welcome to Nightville is a new podcast I've been listening to, guys. And I strongly recommend it. They don't sponsor us, but eh, shout out to this other podcast. It does really well. I mean, yeah, because hopefully one of these days we'll get a shout out from a podcast that listens to us recently and they're like, you know, we don't, you know, sponsor them or anything, but we really like them. Y'all should listen to them. Yes, it'd be very heartwarming. Oh, yes, also so. the gifts. I got a couple gifts that were really, really good. Oh, you want to say? So Mo, Mo gave me this gift from. Um, it was like a tapestry. It's like the Last Supper with all these different anime characters, which are like my favorite anime kick characters, and I love it because it's kind of it's low key sacrilegious, but I love it. <laughs> and if my family ever sees it, they're gonna be so disappointed in me. But I don't care because it's amazing. I have a perfect spot above my TV. I'm going to put it and it's going to be amazing. And I'm very excited. I feel like that that uh, tapestry like embodied you perfectly. Oh, 100%. I I love it. And I was like, I like even showed my grandma and she thought it was hilarious. And she's like the absolute like most like Christian person I know. Yeah. You know, and she thought it was absolutely hilarious. Technically, even the Last Supper is not even really a Christian. It's not a Christian thing. Yeah, it's a painting made by a I think Mikey Michelangelo, maybe. Yeah, but you know, Christian people and all that. And, yeah, or, the or like hard, die hard Christian yeah. or Catholic people. You know. <laughs> yeah, 
everything is religious. Um, yeah. But I also got a gift from Aaron that was amazing. <laughs> oh, I got my a God. Fucking katana. That's like, it's not the exact same as, you know, God size katana, but it's pretty much the same. And I'm going to mm-hmm. say it's the same because they look the same. And it's amazing. So it's going on my shrine. And I'm very yes. excited about it. Are you going to like put it like right in front of her photo or behind? I haven't decided yet. It's probably going to go in front of her photo. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then I have like this, I have to, I now I have to buy incense and like stuff for that. And yes. I need to get the phone. Uh, and then my shrine is complete to this woman. Everyone that comes to my room is like, oh no. <laughs> I just love that you have like the pink tool like hanging down and stuff. And <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've like described your shrine to people before and they're like, Oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like right in your face, like right when you walk into his room. Yeah, it's not subtle. It's not subtle. <laughs> Maybe it should make it more subtle than me. I don't know. I'm just saying, my room is pretty, it's pretty like you walk in and you're like, oh, oh. It, yeah, oh. you walk in and at first you're kind of like, oh, there's that. And then you turn around and you see like the giant manga wall and you're like, oh. Now you're going to see the giant tapestry and be like, oh. Oh. And then you see the AOT <laughs> panels and you're like, Oh, mm. and then you see my really wholesome <laughs> corner with plants and the thing is as adventures in my soul <laughs> in the corner of my room. Yes. And I have like little wholesome things, like a couple music note coat hangers. I also love here. like how to your bedroom you have like a whole wall of like anime posters. Like oh, yeah. you know that this is the hallway where the weebs live. Yes, because I mean Aaron's hallway just is full of posters and I love it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, it was fun gift exchanging. And then um, what other gifts you got and stuff from everyone? I also got you a sweater. I got, yeah, you got me a sweater, a JJK sweater, which I absolutely love because I've been yeah. wanting to get one of those for a long time. I'm good at giving gifts. Mm-hmm. And then I got a, uh, I got Yona of the Dawn merchandise. I got like a pillow cover and some pins and stuff that I'm going to put on my backpack. And I got like a drawstring backpack and a bracelet and a necklace, which was really cool. And I really like, cause I really love, you know, the Dawn and I, I didn't have enough, you know, of the Dawn merch. Yeah. I'm glad Aaron got that stuff for you. I know. Cause I've been working on like a painting for, you know, of the Dawn for like ever. And I just haven't had the like motivation to like finish it. And then, uh, what else did I get? Oh, yeah. I got a Spirited Away, like, 3D, like, desk ornament that I have to put together myself. Oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. It's going to be really cool to put it together, and I'm really excited about it. And You know, but I'm going to probably put that together when I don't have things that I'm doing. Because <laughs> I've got to go study tonight. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I have to edit tonight and all these. I have to work on my architecture stuff too. Mm-hmm. yeah i know i need to go work on the logo for tavern tales and all but, that oh yeah tavern tales mm-hmm. we kind of got a lot of the logistics worked out yeah I, mean, I think it's gonna work out we got everyone really excited to do it when they started actually playing with the mics and stuff and yeah i think everyone like really kind of wasn't excited to do it until they saw the mics and the oh, whole yeah. setup and, and then they were like oh my gosh this is gonna be so cool yeah, it's gonna it's fun and like we were practicing and everyone's enjoying it and we were doing character voices in the mic, so it was fun. Okay, speaking of character voices, when we were playing D and D yesterday, mm-hmm. we didn't record the session because Maddie screwed up the audio stuff, didn't have a proper mixer. It worked <laughs> out in the end. But you know who came in clutch during the session, coming off really great one liners and good accents. Taylor, freaking, freaking Taylor, she's coming over I here know. playing her pirate. She's like, I want to get some of that booty, and I was like, Oh. 
she's getting better at it and better at it and stuff. She definitely so... still gets embarrassed and but stuff. It, she's like, I can 100% tell that when we were doing this, like you and myself and um, um, Aaron, especially, we're going to be talking shit all the time. Oh my and then gosh, she will yeah. come in every once in a while with like her one liner and her zingers and they're going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. they're going to be good. I know, because like, I think she gets kind of nervous thinking about other people listening to her. Oh yeah, and I just have to. T- I just had to tell her. I'm like, dude, it. You just have to act like you're not. Nobody's gonna listen to this at all. You know, like you're gonna get zero downloads and zero views when you post it. And so, I that kind of takes the edge off of it. Is thinking that like absolutely no one is gonna listen to this. I mean, we, you know, <laughs> we treat obviously we treat this podcast from everyone cont- listening that we literally just talk to each other and sometimes yeah. remember that you guys are here. <laughs> Yeah, we're like, oh yeah, we're talking to an audience. I guess we should <laughs> actually like address our topics or something. Yeah, so, yeah, we, we did... should probably get into it though because yes, we've been sure. kind of rambling for we quite have a while. Been rambling for quite some time, and so today's episode, we're what are we reviewing, Mo? We are reviewing Tokyo Revengers. Which okay, okay, so I know this is a good anime. I know it's really popular. Mm-hmm. I didn't really enjoy it. I loved it, but really? hated it at the same time. I mm. I was really frustrated by a lot of aspects of the anime. And mm-hmm. I I just there's some aspects I just can't look past and I'm gonna mm-hmm. definitely talk about it. But it's still really, really freaking good. I don't know, Mo. I'm just really torn on how I feel about this anime. Maybe this review will help me figure out. Yeah, we're doing Revengers. Tokyo Revengers. <laughs> Sorry, I had a uh, slight aneurysm right there and yeah, had to you, process the information. Oh, yeah, a little bit of a stroke, but that's okay. There's no, mm-hmm. no shame, no shame. Yeah, I really liked Tokyo Revengers. I mean, I kind of, I get where you're coming from and the whole main character and the whiny baby aspect of it. But I think that I really loved it because of all the other characters. Oh, that's fair. I really liked all the other characters. I think the other characters the really made it. You know, it's such an amazing show. Like, you know, when a main character comes up, you know, creators hope that you'll like that main character. You know, like, that's the one that they want you to like and follow and, you know, root for and all that. But I think, in my point of view, it was the other characters where I was like, you know, I want you to, like, succeed. And I want you to, like, I want you to beat Valhalla and, like, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Also, kind of similar to like Seven Deadly Sins, where the main characters were kind of insufferable, but the side characters made the show really inter- entertaining. Yes. Gotcha. Well, Mo, would you like to do some proto information for everyone I would before love to I do some proto attempt info. to do my synopsis? Oh my. Mm-hmm. So, Tokyo Avengers was adapted from a manga. The manga has been going on since. March of 2017, and it is still ongoing, and it's got 25 volumes. So the anime was directed by Koichi Hatsumi. The music is by Hiroaki Tetsumi, which, kudos to you, dude, because the music was pretty <laughs> great. I loved it. Like, oh, like the da-da-da, you know, just really beautiful. So, the studio is Linden Films, which I haven't heard of Linden Films before. This is the very first one that has come up. I've never heard of them either. And I'm kind of looking through. Oh, they did Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches. 
Oh, cool. They did Berserk. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They which, did wait, boarding... wait, wait. Which Berserk? 2016 or the OG one? 2016. Okay, yeah, no, they've lost my respect. They This is their redemption <laughs> arc because Jesus Christ. The Berserk they did Boarding School Juliet, which I have seen. And it's I've heard it's kind of cool. cute. Yeah, it it's really is cute. I really like it. Um, and then, of course, they've done Tokyo Revengers, which is, you know, pretty cool. And that's kind of what I could see on... Oh, Cells at Work Code Black. Oh, I've cool. done. So, pretty good. Awesome. Way to go, Linden Films. Good job. You have redeemed yourself from the hot dumpster <laughs> fire that was Berserk 2016. I think as a... Um, anime community, we can all mm-hmm. agree on this one topic. Berserk was done dirty in 2016 yes. with their remake. <laughs> so the original run for Tokyo Revengers was April 11th of 2021 to September tw- 19th of 2021. So it is a very new anime. Speaking very of September, did you know that September 9th is the most common birthday in the world? Really? Yeah, that's my birthday. Yeah. I, sorry, I don't know why. <laughs> Google I, really? Yeah, I looked at it was on YouTube. I kind of I can see it though because I know actually quite a few people that have birthdays well, on like September 9th. All September. September is like most common birthdays in general. Well, yeah. It's nine months after the new year. Yeah. <laughs> and Christmas. Kind of want to put two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> there is no news as of right now if Tokyo Revengers is going to be getting a second season. But if you have seen Tokyo Revengers, oh, wait, and no, it says no, it right here. Is does it? Yeah, it says that they're also going to make a sequel, the second season of Tokyo Revengers, rated R. There is no no air dates and studio is unknown. And it just okay. Says, yeah, it's it's on Mal. Season one oh, ended on the biggest. I don't really trust anything that's put on Mal because that's kind of updated by like all sorts of random people. That's fair. There is sixty thousand people planning to watch the second season, but has no information about it. Yes, so, <laughs> um, and they have adapted Tokyo Revengers also into a live action film. Oh no! That was adapted in July of 2021. Okay, now I kind of want to watch that live action film and see how the. Freak... I've seen bits and pieces of it. Do they and... have middle schoolers like being the shit out of each other? I mean, like that's the premise because they're supposed to be in middle school, but it's probably adults acting as middle schoolers or. I was like. Can or you, young adults acting as middle schoolers. I had un- I was uncomfortable watching it animated because of that. I kind of forgot like at certain points that they were supposed to be in middle school. Oh, trust me, we'll be getting into that when we get to characters <laughs> and their visualization. That is something I got beef with on this anime. Also, there are so many characters in this show. We are not talking about all the characters. No. I have no idea how we're gonna cut this down. There is so many. Yeah, I think we should only talk about the ones that are pivotal to like the plot in yeah, this well, first season. Yeah, well, all of them have a big impact well, somewhere or another. I mean, we'll figure you it can out. kind of, yeah. We'll talk about the ones we like. Yeah. All right, I will do a quick synopsis. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in a world. No, I'm sorry. In a world. In a world. Takamichi Hanagaki, second year Do- middle Don't school. call him Takamichi. <laughs> what is his name? Takamichi. What did I call it? Takamichi. <laughs> Is it not Takamichi? No, it's Takamichi. 
That you're seriously the same thing to me. I can't see. I am literally not. Guys, fair warning. There's a lot of complex. There's a lot of Japanese names on here that are very Japanese that I am not going to pronounce correctly. <laughs> uh, is in his second year of middle school, and was at the highest point in his life. He had respect. He had a gang of friends, and he even had a girlfriend. But that was 12 years ago. Today, he's a washed-up nobody, made fun of children, picked on by his boss, and he has nothing going for him, living in a pile of trash of an apartment with no girlfriend and still a virgin. One day, a sudden news report on the Tokyo Manji gang's cruel murder of his only girlfriend, along with his, alongside her brother, only adds insult to the injuries. I didn't say that right, did I? Adds insult uh. to injuries? Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, half a second, but be- well, we just we just hops like half a second before a train ends his pitiful life for good. Takamichi flashes back to the same day twelve years ago, when he still is dating Hinata Takabana. This is such a oh, weirdly- you just said that name so wrong. Takibana, Hinata, Hinata. Hinata. Tachibana. Tachibana. That's what I said. You said Takibana. Takibana. Okay. After being forced to relieve the same day, that the very same day that began his downward spiral, Takamichi meets Hinata's younger brother. Without thinking, he admits to his, to his, to, oh my God. I can't. Her. Wait. I can't. Right. Fuck this. I'm just going to wing it. Fucking pretty much. He goes back in the past and he's like, ah, oh, damn, my life is going to fall apart. And he admits to the younger brother, like, bro, you're going to die. And your sister's going to die on this day in 12 years from the, in the future. You have to make sure it doesn't happen. And he unknowingly uh, changes the course of his, the future forever by shaking his, her brother's hand. He goes back into the future and realizes that he's actually stopped her brother from dying, but she still dies. And so pretty much he goes back and forth between the future and past, trying to change the past by saving people in the past, by changing the future, and then things don't change in the future, and shit keeps happening, and then we end on a massive cliffhanger. Yeah. Is that pretty accurate? Yeah, it's pretty accurate. It's a bunch of time travel and changing the future and pretty much butterfly effect. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And, like, man, he changes his life dramatically by the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty dramatically. Yeah, but yeah, so that's pretty much. Oh, also, this is all these. Pretty much, this is erased gang wars, but for middle yeah. school kids, and a lot of hopping back and forth between the past and present. Yeah, it's like a lot of gangs that were made in, as like middle schoolers, which I'm like. Which I guess second year of middle school would be like eighth grade for us, right? Yeah, it would be like but eighth grade. Still, that's like 15, 14 year old kids. Running around as motorcycle gangs, just like fucking shit up. Yeah, like, like 150 to like 300 like people in a group. Yeah, like I mean Tokyo is huge, but still like I don't know. But I the hardest thing in this anime for me story wise mm-hmm. is to realize they're freaking middle schoolers because his future self looks younger than his past self. I'm just saying. Right, right. His past like, self looks like. An adult and his young, his future self looks like a child. Yeah, because he's kind of got the like blonde hair and like you know the kind of like I I guess I don't I don't really know the word to use but like swagger of like somebody who's like way older and more yeah. mature. 
What did I mean? And then every time he goes to the future, it, it, he acts like he's like in high school or something. Yeah, and I'm like, this is so like weird. he dresses like he's in high school or something, whereas like so in weird. the past he doesn't. It's yeah, it's kind of you kind of forget on and off that they're middle schoolers. Yeah, and I'm just like, how the freak? It, it's just so weird. Mm-hmm. And like that's the general synopsis of the show. Is there anything story wise we should talk about? Like it's pretty general. I think it's pretty straightforward. I it starts getting more complicated as you like get into like the deeper meanings of it yeah like each character's motivations and stuff but like mm-hmm. our main character he's just he wants to save Hinata his first girlfriend he ever had yeah and like that's his goal throughout the whole thing like yeah. in all honesty if he could save Hinata without having to change anything else I'm pretty sure he'd probably be like yeah fuck it I'm not gonna change anything else <laughs> yeah he ends up changing a lot of things so yeah but uh, um, we should probably get into characters. Yeah, we probably should because there are so freaking many. Do you want to go first, Mo? Yeah, we'll probably talk about our first main character, the one that is in every single fucking episode and is a whiny bitch. Fucking Takamichi. Takamichi Hanagaki. Oh my god, I hate this guy. Like literally yesterday, we were doing an anime opening quiz, and there was this one anime Mugo Stray Dogs that showed up, and I literally screamed, "You know that anime of the whiny bitch tiger." <laughs> The whiny bitch tiger. And this guy reminds me of the whiny bitch tiger from fucking Bungo Stray Dogs. Yeah. Takamichi, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's definitely got some balls on him during some points. Uh, He doesn't have balls. He has pure and utter stupidity. Yeah. He has no tact and he does not have any situations. He just randomly punches people and he says, I will take the beating forever. You mm-hmm. can keep. I haven't given up yet. I'm like, bro, you were literally about to pass out standing up and yeah. beating the shit out of you. He's literally like windmilling through like all these people, <laughs> just like punching. And then he inspires everyone. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? How is that I'm inspiring? I'm like, he's just being a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I can't with this show. But, I can't with this I mean, character. But considering that he's kind of thrown into a situation where he doesn't know how to change anything or he doesn't know how it's going to change the future, I mean, he figures shit out pretty quick, you know? And if he messes up, he's pretty quick to be like, oh, shit, I need to fix it, you know? He he does do a really good job at, like, trying to collect information and handle things. And he's also smart enough to not just randomly tell everybody about the future, exactly because then he would look like a crazy person which i feel like in a lot of animes like i'll tell you my secret and then whenever they tell the secret it causes a lot of shit to happen a lot of stuff gets fucked up so he handles that well but one of the things that pissed me off so much about everyone else including him was the complete lack of information everyone was giving him like no one was telling him anything they're like you have to save us all i'm like bro Mm -hmm. bro why don't you tell him what the hell what happened can you tell me what went wrong but no or it's kind of like he doesn't go like back with memories of like he doesn't go back to the future of memories of what happened in the past yeah so So he he doesn't know things that have changed and which really causes him a lot of issues every time he goes just back to the future yeah because he's kind of like well what happened and everyone's like you were there (laughs) why are you asking yeah Uh, 
it's just kind of like a whole like back and forth thing it's like in you know how like in some animes when there's a time travel aspect and stuff but they still get the memories of like what happened when they go like back to the future no i did not know that was a thing that was done yes i feel like i've seen that done erased as i feel like i've seen that done quite a bit and you know it's kind of like in this one where it's like you have absolutely no idea what the fuck happened and there's a lot of shit that has happened and it's pretty comedical if we're gonna be honest well and it i feel like it kind of gives takamichi false hope because he keeps going back to like the future and thinking like oh everything's cool everything's great and then shit starts hitting the fan within like a day and he's yeah. like well fuck <laughs> or like he's like oh yeah i need to make sure this thing doesn't happen and literally five seconds later that person shows up and takes over like a gang and i'm yeah. like well you already fucked up your one mission Mm-hmm. But also, they're giving him missions of like, don't let these two people ever meet. I'm like, seriously, how is Takamichi gonna f- stop them from meeting? You don't, Ex- especially when he's never seen leaders. the other person. Right. Also, these are freaking gang leaders. Also, though, there's a lot of moments I'm like, you're a stupid, you're you're a dumbass because you can't tell who's like who in the future and past. They look obviously mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. It's well, like, it's oh. like he's like, you cannot have uh, Teta and you know Mikey meet. But it's like they never give him a picture of like who Teta, what Teta looks like, or anything right. like that. And it's like I'm like, do people? He's just like, how am I supposed fucking, to figure out? This who is not he fucking. Is. This is not fucking Death Note, and you're not Misa with the eyes that see everyone's name and how long they have to live. This is this is not that anime. She, he, <laughs> you don't have that information. Well, it's like you could show him a picture. Yeah, you I know? was like. This cop brother dude is trying to help, but I also feel like he's just being a dick. He's like, well, you got to change it. Good but luck. I'm not gonna give you any information on how to change it. Yeah, I'm like, what the heck's going like, on? Like, you know, he's like, prevent Draken's death. Well, then how? But did nothing he die? else. <laughs> no one tells you how he died. Who killed him? Nothing. And you said, oh, it's an internal conflict. And Takamichi is like, oh no, there's no internal conflict. They could never do this to each other. And I'm like, oh my god, there's no information. How is he supposed to do anything? Yeah, um, it's like they gave him like literally the bare minimum information and was like, figure it out. <laughs> bro, I mean, he did. He got dealt a pretty shitty hand, but also yeah. he's a wimp character that runs away constantly. If he gets mm-hmm. overwhelmed, he runs away. If he and he just is a punk ass kid. But he's also fucking 15, so I'm not surprised that this is how he acts. Because I keep yeah. forgetting that he's 15. I act like he should be my age, and it, he's not my age. But no. Also, though, quick side note about this character that makes me really uncomfortable is that he goes back in the past to meet his 15-year-old girlfriend, and but he's 26 in that body, and it just makes me uncomfortable. Like, I get it. I get it. You guys had already been dating. It's not as weird. But she makes so many comments about, wow, you're so mature. It's like there's two versions of you, the mature one and then the child one. I like the mature one better. I'm like, girl, you got some daddy issues. Girl, we got to work through that in counseling. Also, this kid's kind of a creep and a pedophile, in my opinion. He's like grooming you. He's literally grooming you to like Uh, his younger self. That's uh, how I took it. I mean, like how I kind of how I kind of see it and stuff is like his whole goal is that she just survives. Like he doesn't even give a shit if he ends up with her in the end, you know? And so, but it's like, he can't just kind of like, you know, be like, no, don't touch me or anything like that. Cause he's dating her, you know, in the past. And so it's kind of, you know, that's fair. I mean, I feel like that that would change quite a bit. 
and there isn't really any moments he makes his huge sexual passes at her or anything but he does get himself in a lot of other really awkward positions with women mm-hmm. in a brothel well i think we should Takamichi. move on to the next character i think we've talked about takemichi too much well he's the main character that's all i really have to say about him he pisses me off uh, uh i can talk you want to about... go to the next one yeah i'll talk about the female character that is a big deal which is Hinata Tachibana. Is that close? Hinata. I said Hinata. You said Hinata. Oh my god, whatever. Uh, anyway, this character, she is the middle school girlfriend for Takemichi that is going to die in the future, so he will do anything to try to save her, and that means he has to pretty much change the gang's trajectory to the evil entity it is today. Basically, he has to rewire the entire gang that has been growing and going for the last like three years <laughs> keep in mind that takimichi is literally not in charge of the gang and he is not even part of the gang but has to change yes. the directory of it to save hinata and hinata exactly. is amazing she's a sweet and lovely person very, she's very sweet, headstrong very headstrong very in those difference between right and wrong which also why the freak is she in love with this man who's clearly affiliated to a gang where her dad is a cop but we're gonna look past that minor detail and everyone's just like turns yeah. a blind eye I mean, to that. Yeah, I don't really understand the whole like attraction thing that she has to Takamichi, but um... let's go back to what we described Takamichi earlier. Whiny bitch runs away from his problems, breaks up with her, doesn't act like she exists for weeks, and then she's still in love. Well, I guess I can't say anything. I'm the exact same way. <laughs> When you realize that you're more like a character than what you think. Yeah, I'm over here like, Hinata, why do you like this this dude? And I'm like, wait, Hinata, I relate. I understand now why I have been attracted to people in the past because yep. I have the same issues. Wow, now I have, I'm going to reflect on this for two weeks now. Uh, yeah. You're like, oh. Sorry, that hit different. Mo, can you talk about Hinata a little bit more? I'm, I'm a little having a little existential I mean... crisis now. Hina, yeah, Hinata, she's a very, like, sweet character and stuff. She really tries to see the good in everyone. Uh, she's not really in a lot of the episodes. She's the main focus of why he's going back and trying to change things. Um, and I think, like, along the way and stuff, he also starts to form a relationship with the other people in, like, the Tokyo Manji gang. And he wants to see them, you know, not die. But, like... She's, I mean, she's not really in it that much. And so it's kind of hard no, to get, like, isn't. a personality read on her. Other than, like, she sees the good in everyone. She's really headstrong. And she kind of doesn't let people walk all over her. She She's also very quirky. There's aspects of her that are pretty quirky. But she's very yeah. genuine. And I really like that about her character. But there is many moments. She's literally standing in a forest when it's pouring down rain while people are running around her. And she's like, oh, I wonder where they're going. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. Mm. Huh. Others fighting? Oh, I'm okay. Just in I'm in a just silly, goofy here. mood. <laughs> uh, you know, because I am in a sweet and obedient female protagonist that has to sit here because I'm the love interest that everyone's trying to protect. So I can't yes. get involved and do anything because yeah. I am weak and pathetic. And all I can do is call an ambulance that takes forever to get here. Mm-hmm. That is that character, I think, pretty well summed. Oh, also, she goes through a lot of traumatic deaths to encourage Takamichi to do these things. Exactly, and like, and in one of the deaths, he actually like sees her die. <laughs> Would you say I, you cut out? He but... sees her die. Yeah, and she gets. Uh, what's the word we're looking for? Boom. Uh, 
What? Boom. Well, she goes boom. But at first she gets, uh, I think, severed in the stomach, like, in half. Well, she gets, like, impacted, basically, by, like, the dash of the car. Yeah. And, and it... she's, like, stuck. I don't know if she's actually, like, Well, she said she couldn't feel her legs. She said she couldn't feel her legs anymore. You can still, though, have your legs attached and not feel them, though. She well, could have just the had, dash like, a was injury. pretty well impaled into her stomach. We'll just put it that way. And then it went boom, boom. And rip Taka, yeah. uh, Takemichi's love life. Well, Rip, yeah. to begin with, he, he kind of fucked it up when she was like, why did you break up with me? And he's like, I literally can't remember because I don't like, have why? Because I would have never broken up with you. <laughs> but apparently past me would have because past me was a dumbass. Yeah. Because once again, he's a 15-year-old kid that doesn't know what he's doing. And a, a mature 26-year-old man keeps going back into 15-year-old's body. Exactly. Still makes me uncomfortable. Anyway, would you like to so talk we- about the gang leader? Yes, we'll talk about Mikey Sano or okay. Manjiro Sano. I also know him as Dead Fish Eye Kid. <laughs> <laughs> so Mikey is the leader of the Tokyo Manji gang, and he's kind of, you know, he doesn't really look like the leader of a gang. Like his second in command, Draken, more looks like he would be the leader of the Tokyo Manji gang, oh, yeah. but Mikey is insanely strong. And they call he's... him the Invincible Mikey. Yeah, and he is actually pretty good at strategy, which I've kind of noticed. And oh, yeah. like, um, he is kind of very like emotionally stunted, but and he's kind of got like a weird personality, and like he can flip from being like literally your best friend to like your worst enemy within two seconds. Yeah, like he is. He comes off kind of like when the the cutesy little kid persona every once in a while. He's like, "I want to eat my ice cream. Where's my flag and my kids meal?" Yes. And then all of a sudden, he's also like, "If you don't bring back my best friend, I will kill you." And I'm like, "What well, shit?" You're and like, those oh. dead fish eyes, dude. Those eyes make me so uncomfortable they look so soulless mm-hmm. there's like nothing oh it makes me uncomfortable yeah and so i think when takamichi starts forming relationships within the tokyo manji gang and stuff and he starts you know he starts forming a relationship with mikey and draken and all the other you know division leaders he kind of wants to like not see them go to shit because he knows yeah. that they're gonna go to shit and and that's just kind of like the thing that he starts developing all these like other relationships and like Hinata doesn't become like his main like sole purpose anymore. Yeah. But um and he yeah, he wants to protect them and Mikey is Mikey is like surprisingly decent human being. Like he genuinely cares about everyone. He treats everyone like his family and he doesn't care what they've done to him. He is a very forgiving person, but he's mm-hmm. also ruthless. His kicks are devastating. Uh as exactly. we've seen multiple times. That he's also just like he's a genuine person, which is really, exactly. really cool to see. Yeah, which is really cool considering he is very ruthless and, but he is a pretty genuine person. Well, I the thing like is, that. the like Tokyo Manji gang um, starts off as just like they're delinquents, is how they say it, but they're going to take over the world. But they're not delinquents that kill. They're not delinquents that cause a ton of mischief. They just hang out and party and be friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has evolved into this madness, which is what the story is trying to prevent from happening because a certain character is taking over and manipulating our main, like Mikey, Draken, and other of the captains and stuff. Exactly. So do you want to talk about 
I'll talk about Draken. Our second in command. I love Draken. This man is amazing. Think of a very tall, very, very tall middle schooler that looks like he's an adult, where he kind of has like a dragon tattoo on his um, head, and he has like a ponytail that he, like a braided ponytail that looks yeah, really Yeah, he's cool. got like shaved sides on his head. Yeah. And I think he's actually a really well-designed character. I mm-hmm. really like his personality. He is very, very devoted, and he is strongly supports Mikey as every decision. They're best friends. They're constantly bickering, and they'll be like, I hate this guy's guts. He's the worst. We're never going to work together again, blah, blah, blah. And then Takamichi gets shit in his hair, and all of a sudden, everyone's <laughs> friends again. Exactly. Like, there, there's a running gag with the friends and stuff that, like, oh, Takamichi, you always have stuff on your head. You always have stuff in your head. You remember that turd got in your hair? And, like, there's moments you can tell these are middle school kids. Yeah. Like they have that middle school humor, which I think they, I think yeah. the anime does do a good job on. And then there's moments they're being the shit out of each other. I'm like, these are not middle schoolers. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of funny because, um, yeah, I, I like what you said about they do have those moments and stuff where you can tell that they are young. They're in middle school. You know, they find things like that pretty funny, you know, and but it's so it's weird how they can flip on a dime and be like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you, you know? And <laughs> you're like, what the freak? <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, so. it is, it's an interesting uh, yeah. character. Jack and Jack and what he was raised in a brothel because he's, yes, um, he was... his mom was a prostitute, but took off. And so mm-hmm. he was raised, which also looking past that minor, I feel like that is not legal at all. Like, uh, I mean, we also, don't know considering the, uh, the time frame that it was in, you know. That's true. But I also just find it super weird that this brothel would all raise this kid together. You know, I feel like that's super weird. Uh, I don't know how prostitutes decide things, so. <laughs> that's fair. It's kind of funny, though. He'll be, like, going to school, and they're like, hey, do you want a quick tug? And I'm like, ah, he is literally in elementary school. In elementary school. school. <laughs> And he like he's like, nope, I'm good, bye. And I was like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, because I mean, it's like a like a hand job, like brothel. Yes, you know? I know what a hand job. I know what a tug is. Well, no, I was explaining it to the other people and stuff because there's a difference between like, you know, like a prostitute brothel house where you have like intercourse, and then there's you know where you just have like a tug. <laughs> Well, I mean, they also do intercourse there, but they were offering... Never mind. Why are we talking about the intricacies of brothels and the ability to do sexual favors for elementary school kids? I don't know, but... I'm uncomfortable. So, Draken is very, like... he, Like I said, like Maddie said, he's, like, a very devoted character. And their story kind of starts off with, like, Draken really wanting to fight Mikey because he hears that, like, Mikey is, like, the strongest, like, kid and he hasn't lost a fight or anything like that. Yeah. And through, like, Mikey saving Draken, Draken's like, okay, you are way stronger than me. I'm, like, going to be devoted to you because that's probably the better thing. <laughs> yeah, instead of fighting, yeah, they decided to just be great best friends pretty much. And mm-hmm. Draken and Mikey are the two characters out of the entire gang that Takamichi gets really close with. Exactly. Um, and has a lot of respect from. For some reason, they respect this kid, but I don't. We'll look past that because I don't think Takamichi yeah. brings much to the table other than being a whiny bitch the whole time. He's like, you broke True. all my stuff, all my memories. And I'm like, bro, they literally have nothing compared to you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I would have yeah. I would have bitch slapped Takamichi so hard if I was Draken and Mikey, but that's just me. 
Yeah. Well, they they did bitch slap him a couple times. That he got slugged a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I would say it's most the main characters. Is there other people that you would like to talk about? I mean, I think we should kind of just leave it open to like go watch the anime because there are a shit ton of characters that are pivotal to the plot, and if we sat here and talked about all of them, we would be sitting here for an hour talking about all of them. Yeah, and I don't feel like these are the main characters that basically drive the whole focus of the show. Right, because like Takemichi has his four friends from high school, um, from middle school, like his actual friends that are pretty integral to the plot, but they're not related to the gang specifically. Then you have all the captain leaders of the gang that you get to know at some points, and there's some really major big And then you got the characters points. in Valhalla that are very oh pivotal. Oh gosh, then... and then you got the main pro- the main antagonist for the whole thing, and then you got um, Hanada's younger brother, who is now a cop in the future, but is the only reason why he can go in the past is when he can shake that kid's hand, and they, he can go back and forth because of it, which exactly. still doesn't make sense to me. There are just a lot of characters and a lot of playing parts, and, you know, they all kind of drive the story in their own way and are pivotal to the plot, but like I said, we would be here for an hour, hour and a half, talking about each and every one of them if we did, so we're going to leave that open to you. Go watch the show. Go watch the show. We're like that, go watch the manga type of anime, but we're (laughs) those reviewers are like, go watch the anime review. Yeah, um, I think we've kind of given you a good sneak peek about what the characters are like. Most so. of the fact that the fucking main character is a whiny bitch boy. Fucking bitch baby. Sorry. <laughs> so we should probably move on to animation. Yes, uh, so I really like the animation. I, I do too. Was... I think it's okay. actually pretty unique. It's also very graphic. Uh, yeah, they don't... definitely. It's rated R for a reason, guys. They're, they do. They show these kids getting the shit beaten out of them. Can I say one thing though? Yeah. When did you ever notice when they did like side profiles and their whole side profile was just literally like, whoop, whoop. what? <laughs> you know, I... like those, uh, you know, like the side profiles and stuff. Like when you're like in school and you're drawing and stuff, and the lips were like up, <laughs> you know. Like, did you ever notice how weird their side profiles looked? I didn't really notice. I just noticed the random moments that you CGI for some reason. Like, half the characters are drawn, and then the random three people are CGI'd walking in the background. And I'm like, what the freak is happening? Oh, uh, if you ever get a chance, you should definitely go back and look at their side profiles. Because, I don't know, I think it's so funny. Okay, I'll check it out. I do. I will say, character design-wise, I think every character was very uniquely designed. Like, oh, it definitely. Was very easy to distinction that there was easy distinction between them. I oh, also yeah. really like the little thing of in middle school they all had these crazy hair colors, you know, going on, but their older versions of themselves, a lot of them don't have dyed hair anymore. Yeah, they're like j- black or you know, only have like strips of like color. Yeah, so you know? like I think it reflects the twelve year change in time and stuff and the change that each character has gone through. Especially in the future, like, um, there's some characters that are not even recognizable anymore from the stuff they're going through. Exactly. I think that they did an absolutely amazing job on the animation. Kudos to them. Kudos to Linden Films. You know, you guys did great. And I just kind of loved the, you know, kind of dynamic that they gave the animation and, like, you know, not necessarily like the strongest character was the biggest character. Yeah. You know, um, 
it was, you know, kind of like contrasting. And I also really liked the animation in the fight scenes. I felt like, I mean, though I will say that I didn't see as much CGI as I thought there was going to be. I will say for all of the hand-drawn aspects of it, they did pretty good. I barely enjoyed the fights. I will also make a comment about the fact that these are 15-year-old kids that are insanely buff and jacked. Yeah. And very well-toned. And I'm like, okay, that's fine, but it's just surprising. (laughs) Yeah. There was a a weird amount of male fan service that also made me uncomfortable for considering they're 15-year-old kids and gangs. Also in the facts that like when you would see one of them just wailing on another like kid yeah you know you'd be like hmm i like, was like that guy's being the shit out of that person two 15 year olds just beating the shit out of each other yeah i was like this is making me uncomfy mm-hmm. and like even when they do their flashbacks to like two years prior they look like small children and then mm-hmm. two years later they look like high school kids and i'm like mm-hmm. what is happening but yeah, I think the animation was pretty solid overall. Yeah, I really did. I think it was too. So, um, music. Music opening was really good. I actually really liked the opening, and I liked how they kept the opening throughout the whole thing. You know how I wish usually they changed it, but that's during just... like the thirteenth episode they typically change openings. I actually like how they kept it. See, I I'm on the other hand. I like more openings because i need more ro- opening recommendations so i <laughs> <laughs> i'm selfish oh my gosh, literally so is the only reason why i wish they changed it mm-hmm. i'm ridiculous i know mm-hmm. um i really liked the animation of, of the opening and all of it i really liked the ending was also a pretty good ending i liked the ending song i did too Overall, i mean I there were this... only a couple times that i listened to the ending but and because a lot of the time I just kind of wanted to skip through it to go to the next episode, but I actually really enjoyed it. I also um, think the music was pretty complimentary of the anime in general. I Nothing do too. stands out too much to me right now, but... Um, I kind of liked in, like, the dramatic moments and stuff, there was, like, always, like, one noise that played or one song that played that was, like, da-da-da-da, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I felt like that was kind of, like almost you know like trademark for like the anime and stuff you know because you know because like in you know like for example like animes like inuyasha and stuff like that like inuyasha (laughs) yes so there's like themes for the characters and stuff and so like kagome has like a theme and Inuyasha has like a theme that always plays when like they're having like some sort of like deep like intense yeah. conversation well, or it's something. Like, uh, Hisoka has his like um Spanish little thing. Exactly. And you know, when with remaking of the like new Inuyasha show, like with their daughters and stuff like that, um, they've just gotten to a part right now where Kagome and Inuyasha are just meeting their daughter and they brought back the Kagome theme and everyone was like, Oh my god, like this is so nostalgic. I haven't heard this in so long. Oh, see, you know? music so, can be a really powerful tool in any. And, yeah, and so that's kind of how I felt about like this theme in like Tokyo Revengers. It's like the da 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 when anything like dramatic happened. No, I like it. 
But yeah, I think the music overall was good. Um, I think that kind of wraps up most of our thoughts. Uh, do you have any final too. thoughts that we should talk about? Any opinions or anything to further discuss? Definitely go read the manga. I will say that too. Bro, because... it literally fucking ends with a cliffhanger of like... Yeah. Well, you didn't see it, but Maddie made a face. <laughs> I, I, it was a, not a cute face either. Yeah, but it, it's like, it really... It's either setting itself up well for people to go read the manga or it's setting itself up well for a second season. Yeah. It's one of the two. I think they're going to do a second season. Yeah, because it, it was really popular. Yeah, like, there, there's too much Not money. like anime of the year popular, but definitely really popular. It was popular. I think there will be a second season. I will say this much. Um, I really did enjoy the anime overall, other than the main character being a bitch baby. One thing that I would encourage people to watch while watching it is just try to remember the fact that these are literally middle school kids in gang wars. And, like, they're not high schoolers. They're not adults. They're middle schoolers. They're 15 and 14-year-old kids doing this, mm -hmm. which I think is something that's important to know because, for me, it makes me, like, kind of baffled by this show. Like, I'm like, is this realistic to what these – gangs are doing at this age in tokyo which if anyone knows please let us know because i just didn't think mm -hmm. that was very realistic so for me the general premise doesn't seem very likely and also the amount of times people get the shit beaten out of them is insane yep yeah it's definitely like it's kind of like a mind trip like going back and forth and also just the slight moments when you see that like oh they are middle schoolers that's yeah. kind of weird you know uh but that's that's about it mo yeah. um would you shamelessly like to plug? shamelessly plug the podcast yeah so all right guys this is part of the podcast where i shamelessly plug all our social media that you should go look at and check out because guess what our new logo's out there it's out there go check it out um, so we are on Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, and TikTok at Bingers Anime Edition, the name of this podcast that you know and love. And we are on Twitter at Anime Bingers. Go check us out. Please love us. Please, Please love show us. us that you care. Love me. Feed me. Never leave me. <laughs> Honestly, though, I, I didn't realize how much I related to Hinata until we started talking about it and now i'm slightly concerned Maddie about having like a life crisis yeah i'm like huh is this why i have such terrible taste in people <laughs> but i funny. i ignore reason and just like huh do you have a music recommendation i do have a music recommendation i do too oh cool um my music recommendation is going to be so i watched bell last week right? mm -hmm. and so i'm going to recommend the first song she sings when Gales she enters of song the what gales of song yes i think it's the first yes. song she sings the moment she enters you oh i like that one i looked it up and i think that's a really i really enjoyed that song so i would strongly recommend that mm -hmm. one it's just it's very it's like disney princess-esque and it just also it really embodies the pain she's going through what she has never been able to express until this moment and i'm like exactly. wow okay yeah but how about you mo so I'm recommending the main theme to Spirited Away. Oh, we're doing yes. theme songs now. I guess we both mm -hmm. did songs that were not opening. So what, look at us. Yes. Oh, we have matured our music. Just because I was listening to it the other day and stuff, and I was like, oh, my God, this song is just so fucking good. I was like, I don't think I've recommended this yet, and I need to. I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. Good job. Good job. 
I'm into um, really classical music right now. No, I get that. I've been listening to a lot of worship music lately, uh, oh. which is weird for me, but I've mm-hmm. been really vibing with it. I'm like, yo, Jesus, I need you right now. <laughs> and it's been really helping me, like my stress level calming down. I've been belting a lot in the car. Me and Aaron on our entire drive up to Taylor and Gabe's, we were just belting Broadway belting. musicals. Oh, it was yeah. so good. It was so good. All but, right. Um, do we want to spin to see what we're yeah, um, we can either spin or we could try doing a top 10 list for next And do we week. have a top 10 idea? Do we have a top 10 idea? I do not right off the top of my head. <laughs> do you just want to spin the wheel instead? I think we should. <laughs> okay, so we just spin the wheel. Uh, Mo, do you have it pulled up? I have I it pulled accidentally up. accidentally deleted it off my phone. I've got it. All right. It's going. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. What is this? It's Bungo Stray Dogs. Ah. The whiny bitch. But it's so funny because it says Bingo Stray Dogs. I'm sorry. That's funny because I also talked about the whiny bitch tiger in this. I know. Damn. He knows. Oh, my gosh. We're in paths. The universe. (laughs) The universe knows. Dude, why? Why are we going through a streak of whiny bitch main characters? I, I don't know. Can't do. But this okay. will give me a good excuse to like watch Bungo Stray Dogs and like Bungo finish Stray it Dogs because I've been wanting really to. Because it also has three seasons and a movie. Uh, so just shoot for the first season. Yes. So I, I'm go- I probably, I'm gonna finish it because I actually really want to watch this. So I'll probably refresh on it, but I, it's been pretty recent since I finished it, so I yeah. might not rewatch it all. But um, I kind of want. Actually, no, Mo, you're gonna re- you're gonna watch it. And so I'm interested to see your opinions on it. Yeah, I'm just going to shoot for however far I can get. And then I will let you know. Yeah, I will at least get through the first season, but I'm just going to shoot for forever, however far I can get. You know, it's it's very bingeable. I will say that. But yeah, guys, tune in next week when we talk about another whiny bitch main character and and their abilities. Exactly. Pretty much like detective version of my hero. So exactly. Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week, and we will talk to you guys next week. Uh, Good luck, Benjamin, out there. Yeah, good luck, guys. All right, bye-bye. Bye.